Yo, what up, what up, what up, Bay Area Combat Fight fans? We are back. We got a special, special one. We got the Santa Cruz Watsonville crew in the building. Our big sponsor, Suncoast Awning, they're taking care of us. They're taking great care of us. We actually upgraded the Suncoast Awning studio out here in Martinez. Now we have a little competition area. You guys are going to see that competition area in a little bit because we have a little segment we're going to bring over there. But we got special, special guests. All these guests I hold very true to my heart. Uh, training partners of mine, coaches of mine, friends of mine. So I'm really excited for this one today, guys. My first guest is Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt, 2-0 uh, 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 MMA amateur fighter. He's a beast. Okay, it's Raul Quintero. How you doing today, Raul? Good, good. Thanks for having me out here. Hell yeah, bro. Thanks for coming. Far drive out here for, in, in Martinez, but it's worth it. We got, uh, we got Carl Compton in the studio. My bad, guys. Don't forget about Carl. We got Carl. But then also we got Adriana Messo. Okay, this is a, this is a, a, a doctor. A physical therapy jujitsu purple belt, co-owner of Jujitsu Therapy Watsonville. Adriana, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming out. We really appreciate you. My bad, Raul is the other the other half of that Jujitsu Therapy Watsonville. We're gonna go in a little bit more about that later. I'm actually coaching over there as well, Tuesday, Thursdays. So uh, we're gonna go into that a little bit in a little more detail. But uh, my homie Annie Vol came. Annie Vol Gordo. All right. This is a jiu-jitsu purple belt as well. He's a beast. He's going to be fighting on our Bay Area Combat show. He's going to make that announcement today. Well, I guess I just made it. We made it. But uh, we're trying to get Raul on there, too. We might talk about that a little bit more. But uh, Anibal, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing all right. Thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming. We actually, I was hoping, I was going to have Anibal do a match today, guys. We're going to break in the uh, the competition area here at Suncoast Awning Studio with a little match. But instead, we're going to do some uh, just some demonstrations because uh, we're not quite done with it yet. You guys are going to see it. It's pretty dope, though. Uh, we're going to take this to the next level. With that being said, we're going to be looking for competitors. All right? So there'll be, there'll be a search for you guys. You know, we're going to come out there and find you, and then we're going to get it on out here. All right? So we'll, we're going to show you our little area in a second here. Raul, let me ask you some questions, man. You know, I know you're running that gym out there in Watsonville, yeah. and uh, you're the head instructor out there. How's that been going with, uh, with the virus and everything going on right now? Uh, you know, it's pretty clear everybody's taking a hit uh, all small businesses around the areas I mean really around the the, uh, the world um, you know we're, we're limited on what we can do we we have a kids program so um, you know we've been uh, we've been granted a little bit of uh, a little bit of leniency to have a program going on with the kids program um, you know social distancing classes uh, you know we were wearing masks and um, you know, we, we're uh, we're limiting our, our uh, activities and drills, uh, you know, to kind of follow what, what the procedures were. And um, now we're kind of getting a little closer to uh, getting back to normal. And hopefully, you know, it's eventually it worked back to uh, to where we were before the pandemic. So you guys expanded, huh? I we noticed. did. We did. Unfortunately, right before the pandemic hit. Yeah. So. Uh, we took a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, some challenging, um, uh, yeah, it was, it was a tough one. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> nah, dude, but it looks sick. The gym is so sick now, guys. So, you know, honestly, the strong gyms are going to survive. The good instructors are going to survive, are going to survive. And then when it gets back in action, you know, um, there, there, there needs to be gyms that, that made it through. So I'm really confident that you guys are going to make it through. A big part of that is, uh, is Adriana. So APM Physical Therapy is also uh, out of Jiu-Jitsu Therapy in Watsonville. Adriana, tell us a little bit about uh, what you do over there. Well, I started my private practice about two, almost three years ago. So I opened up my private practice, and shortly after that, we opened up Jiu-Jitsu Therapy. It was a very fun year. Huh. 
and we got married. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have my office there. I used to have one also in Santa Cruz, out of Santa Cruz Strength, but I shut that place down because of the pandemic. Oh, no way. Yeah. So I just uh, I have my own private practice there. Nice. The space is kind of divided up to where I have my own room and my own little area to treat patients. And then I have all the mat space to do stuff, too. No, it's I like it a lot. What kind of challenges have you been presented with with uh, with the pandemic and everything going on? Well, with both businesses, we when we when the shelter in place order came out, we closed. We ended yeah. up closing. And we were closed for a while, and that's hard because there's no. It was just such a crazy time because you had no idea what was gonna happen, what is going on, and um, income. You know, that's our income, so we didn't know how we were gonna. I mean, Raul also does tile or was doing tile at the time but for me that was my primary source of income my physical therapy business which also helps with ju the jujitsu expenses being a new business you know we both have to continue to put in um, from our own private resources into into that business so it was just a tough time that sounds tough you guys are definitely a power couple you know what the definition of a power couple would be and um you know raul how much do you count on you know uh, uh, uh banking off adriana and you know and building <laughs> with her you know to uh, to be successful in your endeavors you know that's a good question that's a hard one um well you know i mean she's she's established you know like you said she's got her doctorate degree she's uh she spent many years um you know in in uh in school and uh and really devoting her time and her efforts into to building what she has and uh so you know we came into the uh business together um but you know i think in a sense you can say uh, jujitsu kind of piggybacked off of uh off physical therapy um because, you know, I mean, she already had an established uh, business kind of operating. And when we came in, you know, we had, you know, a business plan and, and you know, uh, a, an idea of, you know, what we wanted to create. But she already had a structure. And um, so, you know, it really helped us out to, to kind of get the, uh, our foot in the door. And, uh, and uh, you know, she's got some resources. We, we worked a little bit in Watsonville. And, yeah, we were able to find a beautiful location. Um, we started off with, with, you know, limited space, but eventually we expanded and now we've gone, uh, double the space and, uh, hopefully we'll continue to keep expanding. So nice, nice. No, I love your, I love your guys' gym. You know, Annieval, you have a little power couple thing going too. You know, how much does Maria play a part in, uh, keeping you motivated and keeping you on track? Um, well, honestly, I'm the one who really got her into jujitsu because, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, she didn't really like that stuff. She was, uh, she was not into it. She was, uh, not into the whole grappling. She was more into Muay Thai. That's oh, where yeah. she, that's where she got her traction. But, uh, as, um, <clears throat> as soon as I started doing jujitsu, we got my daughter into it. And so she naturally wanted to get, step into it as well, see what she can do. Dang, that way, the whole uh, family, huh? Yeah. That way, uh, we're all on the same page, you know? So what, uh, I know you're going to be fine on our show. What, what got you into martial arts? Uh, you did. You know what I'm saying? It's a, <laughs> it's a crazy story. It's a long story, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was, uh, just, uh, should I tell it? Can you see it? Do you want to tell it? Sure. Yeah, tell it. So, uh, this was back in 2013, December of 2013. Um, I had, uh, I, w I was, uh, fighting this case in jail and, uh, I had gotten out that same day and I wanted to surprise my family. So I called up Danny here and uh, he came pick me up so we could surprise my fam. And uh, 
on the way there he uh he we stopped at uh we stopped at the dojo that uh you know that he used to train at and uh i sat through uh two classes i think it was the muay thai and the jiu-jitsu class and uh pretty much the rest is history he he invited me to come come try it out and i've been doing it ever since you know and uh yeah. My dog had been in jail for over a year, and he gets out a little bit early. He's going to surprise his old lady, Maria, and uh, he hit me up. But, dude, I had class uh, with Raul, and, and I was serious about my, you know, I'm, come on, man. I'm serious about my stuff. So I was like, hey, I'll pick you up, but you have to, but the, the way the time's going to work is you're going to have to sit through class, and then after class, I'll bring you. And he was like, all right, yeah, for sure. He'd been in jail for a while to sit through a, a, a class first thing out. But, um, but I knew it was good for him. And uh, when I visited him, dude, I vis- so I visited Anyval in there, man. He looked like a zombie in there, you guys. <laughs> like a zombie. He had no pigment. Were you working a graveyard shift or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah he I had no pigment. He had to roll with the whites. The Mexicans wouldn't even fuck with him. <laughs> 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 the Mexicans wouldn't even fuck. I'm, not, I'm kidding, dog. No, I'm kidding. But no, he was doing good in there. But yeah, all right. I got him into, uh, into jiu-jitsu. So what? Why, why, why now are you going to make that MMA transition, man? What, uh, what's inspiring you? to make that MMA transition? Uh, you know, really, it's just staying in shape, you know, trying to, trying to lead by example, you know. I got, I got, a, I got a daughter to raise, and uh, I feel like it's important to show her that she has, you know, she has nothing to be afraid of, no matter what, you know what I mean? That even she can go out and, you know, fuck some shit up if she had to. And, you know, just giving her, giving her those positive role models, you know what I mean? Stuff that I didn't really have growing up, so, you know, I really, uh, really, like, would like to pass that on to my kids. No, man, you are. And it's a beautiful thing, dude. He uh, Anibal was one of my supporters, one of my biggest supporters. Ever since we met each other, he would come to my jiu-jitsu tournaments and support me. This is before he was even doing jiu-jitsu. And, um, and it just really pays to have a friend like that. So now I'm kind of I'm pushing him to do the MMA thing, you know, because I know the dude can fight, and uh, we're going to see it. Y'all are going <laughs> to see it. Uh, well, I was going to have him fight today a little bit for you guys, but we'll probably get that on, on a different show later down the road. Raul, I wanted to ask you, man, you know what? You're the, you got the black belt. You're the black belt in the building. Uh, what got you into martial arts? Well, um, you know, I mean, I grew up with an older brother. So uh, naturally, you know, I was getting put in headlocks and, and choke holds and, you know, stuff that I wasn't really uh, uh, too comfortable with. So, you know, I kind of kind of grew into that. And, um, you know, I wrestled around with my, my older brother and his friends whenever they came over. So it just kind of, you know, just kind of fell into it naturally. And then uh, as I was uh, kind of coming up in school, you know, getting into athletics, uh, I really uh, gravitated towards wrestling. And so, uh, you know, I wrestled in, uh, in middle school and high school, and I was wrestling with uh, some of the, uh, the uh, Santa Cruz local uh, legends, you know, like uh, Mike Pearson, the Fish Whisperer, uh, Emmanuel Guzman. Uh, we got Joey, Joey Webster, Costa Joey, mm-hmm. Luke Rockhold, you know, so we all are on the same team. We trained hard. It was fun, good times, uh, you know, and so... That was kind of just like short-lived, you know. I was I wasn't the best in school, so I gotta be honest. Uh, but then, uh, as I got older, I was 22 years old, and I was watching uh, the Ultimate Fighter show. I saw that it's like season three or something with uh, with Nate Diaz and a lot of um, a lot of solid uh, grapplers. And uh, and right next door to uh, where I was living in the same neighborhood, it was. There was a jujitsu academy there, okay. you know, and so uh, one of my buddies got me involved. Shout out to uh, to Dana Hagis. 
He uh, he's like a 15 year blue belt. Actually, you know, so like <laughs> like 13 year white belt. He just got his blue belt. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you know, he he took he finally got me out there and uh, he he whooped my ass uh, up and down the mats and uh, and uh, then he stopped showing up and that was uh, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my head start. So yeah, yeah I just kept going and. Um, and you know, I, I really liked uh, the idea of combat sports, but um, I was more into wrestling and grappling and stuff like that. So I leaned into jujitsu. And uh, throughout the years, you know, I mean, I, you know, you and I have known each other since elementary school. So, uh, you know, um, when when you started training with me, you know, you were pushing that pace a lot of like, hey, we should be we should be fighting, you know. And you know, you were also doing a lot of fighting that wasn't sanctioned or even in a. a uh, facility, you know. No, nah, no, nah, I swear, no. They're Indian casinos. Yeah, no, no, no. Nothing uh, illegal. And, and, <laughs> and, and definitely in the streets. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we we uh, you know we talked about that and uh, wanted to start a program. So we got in our boy uh, uh, Ricky Aguilera, Ricky Santa Cruz. Shout out to Ricky. Whatever, Rick. Since done some good things for our program and uh, uh, yeah, so we um, we just started working towards that, and then you took off, and you know I just kept doing my thing. You know I'm. I'm I'm definitely inspired by competition and, and pushing that pace, but you know, it's also really hard to run a business and also be uh, that competitive. You know, you definitely take a toll on your business. So um, it, I wouldn't say you have to like make a choice whether you're gonna compete or whether you're gonna teach and coach, but you also have to have a balance on how much time you're, you're spending, how much energy you're putting into your students and yourself and you know, just kind of, uh, you know, really balance that out. So. Uh, now, you know, we've got a program, you're in there, you know, teaching with us and, uh, and it really helped me because now I can, I don't have to be the instructor all the time, you know, so, and, and you're a great coach, you're really informative. So yeah, I'm kind of starting working towards like maybe wanting to get back in the cage, you know, I don't know how my wife feels about that, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I wanted to hear. You know, you guys might not know Raul's two and uh, amateur MMA camo, uh, uh, official and, I think he's fought for a total of like two minutes because he just wraps their neck up and done deal. So we're going to have to, it'll be hard to match. It'll be really hard to match you. But but Raul is the biggest, he's the biggest amateur draw in Santa Cruz, Watsonville by far, maybe even the Bay Area because Raul has a huge following, a lot of supporters, huge school. He's, 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 his kids class is like one of the best kids class I've ever been a part of. What, what, how do you, what, what makes your kids class so special, Raul? You know, I mean, I, I think it's passion, you know, I mean, yeah. it's just, some people are in there, you know, really doing it for uh, certain reasons, you know, I, I just, that's, I just love teaching people, you know, whether it be kids or, you know, whether it be adults, um, I just like teaching what I know, you know, I mean, I've had every single one of you guys here uh, work with me before. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, you come in, you help me with tile, I try to teach you what I know. and. Um, you know, same thing with jujitsu and, you know, same thing with, uh, you know, other aspects in life. So, um, I've also, you know, done a lot of work with the youth. I was like a part of an outreach program when I was younger. I was like a counselor. So I worked with a lot of kids and I got younger brothers and sisters. So, I mean, my mom's like got more kids than the Jacksons, you know, so. Yeah. Adriana, you uh, you were running the women's program, you know, jujitsu women's program before COVID hit, and um, I know that that's something you guys plan on bringing back. You know, you doing a little uh, a women's only class, but uh, I was wondering what got you into martial arts. 
Um, it was random. I had a, it was, I was in grad school and uh, one of my classmates was doing jujitsu and she kept talking about it and talking about it and arm bars this and that. And I went and I checked it out. I did it for a month. I couldn't afford to continue doing it at the time. And then I moved here and it was on my mind for a few years, for a couple years. And then I finally signed up and, or went to class. Okay. Okay. Where'd you move here from? Were you, are you, uh, are you local or? Uh... No, I've been here about 11 years now, but I grew up in Miami. I was born in Columbia. Okay. I grew up in Miami and then I moved here. Okay. Okay. So you guys started your business in Santa Cruz, Watsonville. You know, our show is going to be in Santa Cruz, Watsonville. We're bringing Bay Area combat to the Bay Area. I mean, a little bit closer, but uh, the Monterey Bay Area. Why did, why did you guys, you know, this goes to both of you. Why did you guys choose Santa Cruz, Watsonville to start your guys' business? Well, um, you know, I mean, naturally, we kind of we were, I was raised in uh, in Santa Cruz. And so, um, you know, I mean, I have a lot of support, a lot of following there. So, you know, it was good to kind of, uh, uh, you know, start kind of walking my friends through the whole jujitsu journey. Um, and then, um, you know, I taught in Watsonville for for a number of years. And um, I just decided that was the place that I really wanted to uh to develop, you know, I mean, it was, um, the, the culture in, uh, in Watsonville is so tight, you know, it's such a mom and pop, such a uh, tight community. And, um, the kids there are tough, you know, oh, they yeah. grew up tough kids and, uh, the mentality is strong, but also very, um, you know, just very cultural. So it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful place, you know, and it just keeps growing and it's just kind of starting to, um, develop even more as far as, um, you know, not only community activities, but also, uh, you know, uh, like building development, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot growing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we also looked at like what the community needed and what, you know, whether we wanted to open up in Santa Cruz or Watsonville, and you take a lot into consideration when you're going to open up a business. There's the business part, but they're also like for me personally with the physical therapy, um, Watsonville doesn't have a lot of access to physical therapy, especially mm -hmm. private owned, you know, higher quality care. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So and I speak Spanish, too. So that's another thing yeah. that um, I really wanted to open up. Uh, private practice in Watsonville. I had, I had been treating patients in Watsonville the entire time I've been in Santa Cruz, so it was a place I definitely wanted to offer my services. You touched on a little bit about, you know, quality services. So I was hoping maybe you'd share with us, you know, your your uh, your ideology behind physical therapy. I know that you do it the right way, and it's hard to find quality services. You know, so what sets you apart in your physical therapy practice? Um, I think the best way to answer that is just to say that it's patient-centered care. You know, right now, if like just healthcare in general is just so quick, whether you're seeing a physician or even a physical therapist, sometimes you only spend like 10, 15 minutes with the person and then like you're either handed off to someone else or, um, and that's what I mean by quality, you know, just what, how long you're spending with the expert that you're supposed to be seeing. Mm -hmm. um, what sets me apart, I think, is just I spend more time with patients and when they leave, I want them to feel like they've been listened to, that I answered their questions, um, that they understand what's going on with them, and that they feel empowered, you know, to increase their self-efficacy, that they know how to manage what's going on now and in the future, so that there's less reliance on healthcare providers in general, just so that they can 
take care of themselves a little bit better. That's beautiful. No, I love your, I love your philosophy. And, uh, I really like what you guys have going on over there. It's special. You know, I brought my dude, Annie Vall, and uh, I wanted him to beat somebody up, but uh, he said he's going to be the dummy, but we're going to transition. I'm going to show you guys the competition area. Coach Raul is going to demo a, a, a technique or two for you guys. So he's going to show us some of his, maybe some of his finishers. What, what technique are you going to throw out, Raul? Do you know? Um, I didn't have really anything planned, but I mean, what do you guys feel like singing? I liked, I liked, uh, I like all your transitions. I like your setups. His setups are, 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 the, are really the bread and butter, you know, type, those are little black belt details that you might oversee. But uh, I know, what, what are your, your fights? How have, you, how have you finished your MMA fights? Uh, those were fight, finished by uh, Rear Naked Choke. Rear Naked Choke, that yeah. could be a cool one. You've also won Worlds at, uh, at Masters. What do you like? That's gi though, huh? Mostly gi stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, uh, the old pajama stuff. Yeah. yeah, okay. No, we're going to do some no-gi stuff. We're going to keep it MMA-oriented. But uh, right now, guys, we're going to transition over to that area, and we're going to show you a couple techniques. Follow us. Follow us. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, I really want to try to maintain this control. If I, if I uh, end up getting back in his guard, he's got more attacks, we're more in a neutral position. So I'm gonna try to maintain control by establishing my underhook, okay? And I got a cross face, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, transition this cross face into a uh, isolating the arm, keeping this arm uh, kind of controlled. So now I dig my hand in between his two arms, isolate that arm behind my back, and now I'm gonna start kind of working to control higher on his body. Now I'll take it to this position. A lot of times, the, uh, my uh, my opponent or my partner starts working and pushing on my neck here, starting to put a lot of pressure on my throat. So I'm going to avoid that. I push his arm away. I like to control at the elbow. I feel like if I control at the armpit, he starts bringing his elbow back to his his rib, and now from here I can't feel that arm away. Okay, it's too tight. So from that that initial pry right here, he starts pushing on my neck. I push that arm down, and I get the elbow right away. And now it's hard for him to bring his elbow back to his rib. Now from here, I want him on his side, so I'm gonna get down low and bulldoze him onto his side. Boom. Now I'm gonna take a big old long step by scissoring my legs, and then I'm gonna step over his elbow. Once I step over his elbow, I don't have to worry about controlling this anymore here. Okay. So now from here, I still got this arm controlled here. I like to think of his arms like uh, lobster claws right here, just kind of controlling them. So now, I post my hand behind my back so I can bring my, my shin up. And now I stay even tighter with my knees and my feet here, okay? At this point, I can remove this arm. It's not really serving a purpose there. And now, like, I grab onto my ankle, bring my leg across his body, and now I'm gonna lock that figure four lock, and foot's gonna go behind his back. I wanna leave my foot out here because then he'll start working the shin on the knee and start prying my legs apart. So I put that foot right behind his back. Here, I got a really solid position here. This is like, I feel like the best position in jiu-jitsu, right? He's super compromised here. For one, I got the choke. I can just squeeze my knees together. And I got a modified triangle there, okay? I feel like he's trying to defend. I can start attacking that arm, twist his thumb, point away from me, and then I'll just give him a little bridge. If he starts trying to kink his arm and trying to bend it, now I'm gonna put him in a key lock. I hold that, that hand to my belly here, and then I bridge, pulling that hand behind his back. Or if he's still fighting me here, I can cup his wrist here, and push down and wrist lock them here. Okay. I also got attacks. Oh, 
Hey, coach, that was a sick technique. I liked how you transitioned from sub to sub on there. Dude, don't ever put me in that technique ever again. <laughs> hey, Coach Raul has uh, finished me like so many countless times, so um, I'm used to it. I'm used to it. He, uh, he was the first person to hit me with a throat punch. Uh, he didn't show that one, but he almost showed it a little a little throat punch technique uh, via choke, uh, the Ezekiel. I guess it's what it's actually called. But uh, now we're going to transition, okay? We're going to uh, highlight some of Adriana's talents. We're going to come into some of her uh, jiu-jitsu videos. And Carly Owen, if you have those, if you could bring them up for me. All right, Adriana, tell me a little bit about this match and what was going on right here. Okay, so let me give you a little background story. So I had not competed in a long time, and... Only one other time previous uh, with my blue belt. So I was still, and I still am trying to just figure out my game in competition when you're all nervous. Um, so this match. You're on bottom right here? Yeah. I'm on the bottom. So I was just trying to figure out my game and not to rush things. I mean, if you could listen to this, uh, Raul's yelling at me the whole time to do things, but really not to rush things because that's when I would tend to make mistakes. How is your conditioning? Uh, my conditioning's never as good as I want it to be. I have my business, I have jujitsu, um, I have both businesses, and then I have competitions coming up, so I never really got to train full out for a competition and feel like I was just really in good, good cardio What shape. are you working right here, my bad? I am trying, I think, to work a sweep, a scissor sweep. Okay. Okay. And in general, just trying not to let her pass my guard. Well, she almost she's maintaining the distance with that uh, that knee shield, <clears throat> and she's got like her arm up on a as a frame on the shoulder, and even the hip. Sometimes she transitions there. Yeah, no, that th this looks competitive. Did you know anything about this uh, opponent at all? I didn't. I at that point was uh, in the mindset of uh, I would just get too nervous to look anybody up. And just, I was just trying to establish my game at that point. So I didn't really feel like I was ready for that step just yet. Um, because going into a competition, it just didn't make, it would make me more nervous. Basically. How many people uh, were in your bracket? And this one, this one had two. Okay. So you had two matches? Yeah. With this particular league, we can talk a little bit more about what's going on here. Yeah. What are, they, what are you doing? Um, I'm trying to keep my distance from her. She's trying to pass over to the left, so I'm trying to not let her do that. That's why I got her leg locked up there. And I was also trying to set up a De La, no, um, yeah, De La Hiva. I'm going for a sweep there. Ooh, That's yeah. what I was going for the whole time. Nice, <laughs> nice. Do you ever feel like uh, you, you get like less nervous in your competitions? Uh, no, not really. They, that kind of stays pretty consistent. I just feel like I know how to control that a little bit more and just accept that it's just part of competition. Um, as a white belt, it kind of turned me away from here. There, uh, the ref is sh showing her she can't bring that leg, her left leg, across because uh, it's illegal in the competition. It puts my knee in harm. Oh, she's trying to reap your knee right there? Yeah. I'm pretty so. sure that's illegal in, uh, in some of the, uh, the MMA leagues as well. I believe it is. In camo, I don't think you can do that. They call that reaping the knee. So she had zero respect for your knee. Yes. Okay. Well, and, but then this happens. Oh, then what happened right there? I <laughs> had an arm bar. And did she tap? She did. She tapped. 
And then she, and then she said she didn't. And then she said she didn't. So oh no way! Then I just finished it again. She said she didn't tap. Yeah. Okay. What'd she say she did? She like just had a little muscle spasm. <laughs> I used to say that when I punched knows, my brother. Though? I'd be like, oh, muscle spasm. You know? <laughs> yeah. She's a tough competitor, though. I mean, we've seen that girl around in, in the uh, in the competitions, and she's she's tough as nails, and she don't stop. Okay, so you finished her. Okay, so she didn't tap, and then you tapped her. Yeah. Okay, all right. So the match well, ended, though. Well, I thought though. she tapped, but she the ref didn't stop the fight, so then I... This is the beginning of that match? Yeah, yeah this is the beginning. Did it skip through to the end? That's fine. I guess, I don't know. This is the beginning, though. Where, you, where it was, it's fine, because there's a long time where the ref puts it on okay. pause for something. I don't know what but... happened. It started in a weird spot. That's fine. I like it. We okay. got the dub, though. Cool. All right, now let's transition oh, to the next video. Oh, this is where I hurt my knee there. So oh, we want to talk about that, though, huh? Oh, whatever. Yeah, you'll see me limp a little bit here. That's hard. That's before you threw the karate kid kick, huh? That's hard to deal in competition. But this <clears> year, <throat> I spent most of that year competing with an injured knee. Did you? Carl, I'm going to transition to the next one. Yeah, the next one? Yeah, this is just a... You've seen yeah. the whole video okay. now. Okay. Because yeah, Raul put some fucking weird energy into That's not making the whole shit play. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it was meant you know, to be. You know why. Because Raul was like, oh, I don't want that. Yeah. All right, all right. So, this all right. one, um, it's still recording. So, like, go ahead and. Uh, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. All right, dope. You broke her arm if there wasn't for a referee. So, that was very nice. Did Raul teach you that arm bar on that one? Of course, yeah. <laughs> Ooh wee, good expert arm breaker. We're gonna come into this next one. Tell us a little bit about this next match right here. Uh, this one, um, this one is gonna be in fast, in like a fast speed. But this one, I was actually kind of concerned about because this competitor was really tall. She was a lot taller mm -hmm. than me, and I feel like when I go against tall people, I have to be mindful of triangles. Bro, have you played it yet? Play it. I want to see it. I can't wait any longer. <laughs> yeah, no, you do. You do have to be. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I suck at triangles, but if I if I didn't suck, I'd fucking choke all of you guys. Yeah, Good. and they're just better at keeping their distance, so I was prepared for a tough. I wouldn't even have said that it was in fast forward, and I just would have said I had an amazing training camp. You know, yeah. <laughs> I just got a lot. She's faster. just, dude. She is just. She's killing it on this one, you guys. This is. Oh, so here I'm setting up this arm bar. Also, you could do a sweep from here, but. Oh damn! Oh, I see. You, yeah. Oh, did you finish it right there? Yeah. So you bring oh. you bring the arm across, and you. I thought you were going knee. for the omoplata, no. but you were attacking the other arm right no, there. Mm-hmm. No, that's tricky shit. Who taught you that? Uh, we had a guest uh, instructor for a little while. His name was Hobbert or Robert. Um, I forgot his last name, but... No way. He taught this a few weeks before, and it just came up during the competition. Isn't that, be isn't that beautiful how that works sometimes? Hey, uh, Carleone, let's take, us to the, let's take us to the next video. I want to highlight some of Adriana's other talents. Believe it or not, she competes in uh, powerlifting as well, so let's bring that up. Tell us a little bit about this one, Adriana. This one was at the World Powerlifting Champs, and so um, this was in Vegas. And it's actually my best deadlift ever. Oh, no way. Dope. How, was, yeah. how, how heavy was it? Uh, 319 pounds. No way. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. 
So and you're so, on. And I was, so I trained both in powerlifting and jiu-jitsu at the same time. So kind of, it was rough. Isn't that hard on the, to, aren't those like two different energy systems or something? Yeah. Yeah, you're, I had to, so it's difficult because I can't fully commit to either one. But so you look, you didn't even pound your chest. You look like you're like <laughs> sad. You just hit that. I'm dying. You're, huh? That was the second attempt. I didn't do a third one, but uh, my back really felt that one. So I just kind of oh, no away. Way. I didn't hurt it or anything. I just felt the pressure. I in knew there. it was enough. Yeah, let's watch it again. I'm sorry. Let's see this. Bam, bam. What kind of grip is that? It's a uh, mixed grip. Okay. One over, one under. <clears throat> but yeah. Damn, I wish we had audio. <laughs> you know, yeah, you, got, you guys can't hear she had that she lets out a roar, but you just can't hear it because we had it. No, nah, that's that's sick. That's sick. Yeah, you really are working with the best. If you sign up with Adriana, she has a lot of uh, she has a lot of expertise, and she also knows how to get back, uh, athletes back to what they want to compete in. You know, because she has that competitive background. So that's dope. Uh, Carl, do you have any? Do you have any of uh, Raul's? Uh, okay, hmm. we got Raul. Raul, what do we got here? I see you got your purple, your purple belt on. That must have been about uh, 10 years ago, huh? All right, let's see. Man, you've been training forever, huh? Yeah, that was a little in-house tournament. Um, I don't even know where this guy's from. He didn't have nothing uh, representing his, uh, his academy or nothing. So I think this was, like, considered a super fight or something. Oh, did you guys, you guys plan the Garth special? Taylor, legend Garth Taylor in the background there. That's dope. I've trained with Garf a little bit over at, when he was at Kaijin. It was dope. Oh, yeah. Some of the, some, uh, some great uh, expertise right there. He's, he's uh, one of the best wrestlers, uh, one of the most accomplished American jiu-jitsu practitioners in the world at one point. I like that cross face. I like how deep you are with it and that shoulder pressure. Do you like that as well? You know what? I got uh, – there's mistakes you make in your earlier – you know, career where you're like, why did I do that? I, I really don't like anchoring myself to one side. Notice how I had a cross face and a cross hip on the same side. If this guy would have grabbed over and grabbed my belt and tried to roll me, he, he might have been able to get me going. I could have established a little bit better there, you know, before I tried to uh, lock up that Kimura. Uh, neon, Ooh, belly. neon belly. That's nice control right there. He seems to be enjoying it. I hate that position. Oh, yeah. That He's not, tough. he can't do shit, huh? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so, I think I'm trying to dig my arm in there and try to work for like some Kimura. That's like one of my favorite techniques, and I find myself doing that, like watching some of my earlier uh, competitions. You know, it's. There's that little sneaky move where you grab your foot. Oh, yeah, you like that one. It's going to be hard to find someone to fight you. If anyone wants to fight Coach Raul uh, and you think you can, <laughs> you can hit me up. We'll put it together. But uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of vicious. His striking's pretty lit, too. And so that's not true. When it all comes together, you can hit him up. You can check out the fights on. Unfortunately, you can see his fights on YouTube. So you can see his last fight. And he sets up his shit nice with his striking. So what was that in Ezekiel? No, that was just like a, a cross choke. Uh, one grip was inside, four fingers inside, and the other one was like a kind of karate chop grip to the neck. Okay, Where, where'd you learn that one? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I learned it from a lot of, a lot of different uh, coaches, but uh, you got Raul Castillo back there from Half Moon okay. Bay okay. coaching me. He likes to call that the, that the uh, 
the Raul special. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty lit. You know, who would who would you say uh, you try to emulate the most with your jujitsu style, or, or is that all? Is that all Raul? Oh man, you know, I mean, of course you have like so many ambitions, right? But uh, my one of my biggest um, motivators, like Marcelo Garcia, you know, his body type, you know, he's smaller, really un uh, understands how to keep their opponent at a certain distance, utilizing the butterfly hooks. Uh, I always try to emulate that style. Um, he's really like, um, you know, I mean, he's 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 high level, but he's also, you know, focuses on the fundamentals, the basics, and I love that. You know, I mean, you can't do anything without understanding the basics. So, um, and then all of a sudden, you know, I mean, we got, uh, you know, Raul Castillo is, is been a huge part in my, uh, you know, in, in my growth of jujitsu and, and martial arts. Um, so yeah, you know, I mean. There's a lot of people I'd like to say that I, I try to emulate, but uh, uh, I don't want to toot my own horn. Yeah, you look sick. I like your <laughs> I like your style. I try to copy Coach Raul's style. You know what I'm saying? What uh, what way are you going to compete at MMA? Do you think? Do you know? Well, man, I, I fluctuate. So uh, um, I, I've competed at 145. Uh, right now, I think it would take probably about a month to get back down to that weight. So. Um, you know, I could be, be somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. one fifty-five would probably be comfortable. <clears throat> what about you? What way? What way would you compete at? Um, I'd, I'd probably be, feel comfortable doing one sixty-five. That's not even a weight class. You see, this, the jujitsu guys don't, don't, don't even know. know. They don't even know. But no, it's gonna be one seventy, baby. We could do one fifty-five, one seventy. They're trying to they're trying to petition for a one sixty-five pound weight class, like in the UFC. They're trying to make that. You know, one fifty-five, one sixty-five, one seventy-five, one eighty-five. But also, we've got a purple belt. It's going to be the debut. We're looking for an opponent for Anival as well, guys. So if anybody wants to fight Anival, we might put something, a little jujitsu match together even before the show because, you know, coronavirus still has put our, our stuff on hold for now. But um, Anival, you know, any sponsors or anyone you want to shout out, you know, anyone to give a little bit of love to, you know, who do you got in your corner? Just jujitsu therapy right now, you know? Mm. And, and me. And and amp therapy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about what about Maria? Maria ain't no, she ain't no. Oh, you know Maria's always got my back. Little you know little Ambrosie. Yeah, you know? my family's always keep keeps me pushing. You know, they keep me motivated for sure. No sponsors. Not yet. Hey, we're looking for sponsors. Yeah, we're looking for sponsors. All right. If anyone wants sure. to hop on board, we're choking people. We're going to get them out here competing uh, uh, soon, so we'll have to hop on board there. Uh, Adriana, uh, uh, sponsors, people in your corner, shout out. Who do you got? Um, I have my husband, of course, Jiu Jitsu Therapy, my teammates there. I don't have any like sponsors, uh, but it makes sense because I'm not like this big competitor or anything. Mm. But I also want to give a shout out to Oskir um, and Santa Cruz Strength. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. They keep me in shape. No, heck yeah. <laughs> heck yeah, Raul. Who do you got in your corner, bro? Who, who is it? You know, I want to give a shout out to, uh, to uh, American Jiu Jitsu Syndicate. That's, uh, that's the team we're representing. We got Tanner Rice, Elliot Kelly, Aaron Zabalos, uh, some of the, the, the most influential jiu-jitsu competitors in uh, Northern California. Uh, Raul Castillo, uh, my sponsor, Os Gear, Nick Holoski, great guy, very supportive. Thank you so much for all you've done. Suited us up, real nice. Got the best geese in the business. Thank you so much. Um, my doctor, Dr. Mesa, my wife, AP Mesa Physical Therapy. Uh, she keeps me healthy. She keeps me. Uh, she keeps me on a, a solid diet regimen uh, during my competition training and uh, 
uh, she keeps my body healthy and uh, also uh, Dr. Richard at Green Valley Chiropractic keeps me in line. Thank you so much, guys. Um, Suncoast Awning, thanks for having us here. Thanks for creating this opportunity for us. I know you guys don't uh, don't see it very often, but you got Carl Compton in the background. Oh yeah, behind baby. the camera. Mm -hmm. He's uh, he's uh, you know the announcer, Daniel Compton's older brother. You know, I I, uh, I don't know if it's the fight game that's got Daniel looking the way he does, but. Uh, Carl Compton is definitely the, the beauty in this. Uh, <laughs> I got the blue eyes, that's all. It's yeah. bullshit. <laughs> my grandma, my grandma used to call my eyes chicken shit. She goes, oh, you got some chicken shit eyes. I was like, thanks, grandma. I yeah. love you so much, too. She'd probably know? call you cauliflower face now. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. Yeah, well, Suncoastani, I appreciate you shouting us out, man, because Suncoastani is really taking care of us. We've got a store that's in Martinez, up. Santa Cruz, all hey, your they shade just fed us over here. If you guys are, if you guys are looking for some some grub and uh, a great podcast you guys come out here and, and check it out not only that if you guys are looking for a nice jujitsu match purple belt match we're trying to match up uh this beast over here andy <laughs> mm -hmm. so uh yeah come out here have some food and grapple yeah dude big shout out deborah ferralito owner sun Costani in bay area combat she's catering this podcast you guys at six the podcast is going to have some fights on it we know we did some uh, technique breakdowns today but we're going to bring fights to the podcast probably jujitsu maybe combat jujitsu or might even make up their own rules but as long as you guys are down to compete we're going to have you on here carl i appreciate you raul thank you so much coach thank you so much for coming out and yeah, Eval, thank, you. thank you so much adriana dude thank you so anytime, much i appreciate anytime. you coming out here carl Thank you so much. Bay Area Combat, Suncoast Awning. We love you guys. We're over and out. Tune in, guys. We'll be here back next week. Let's Yee. see it. Oh, Thank you, guys.